Jen and Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? And get them people. What a wild week one in the NFL. The NFL is back. It was so amazing to watch all of the games yesterday and spend no time with my family. But we start the show where the week ended, where Sunday ended. It was this game where the Cowboys, they looked bad. Jalen, the Cowboys looked bad. And Dak Prescott is now going to be out for six to eight weeks. It is the Cooper Rush era for the Cowboys. Jalen, what did you think of this game and what are the implications? So we're gonna, we got to start with the Cowboys offense because they had a three up on the scoreboard for a very long time, including when Dak got injured, including when the game concluded. You want to talk about good Bucks D or terrible Cowboys offense? Terrible Cowboys offense. Okay, they missed Amari Cooper. Remember this offseason, they just basically let him go. They didn't want to pay him top dollar. We felt like C.D. Lamb was just going to step in and be that number one guy, right? Felt like we was going to rely on Ezekiel Elliott. He did have five yards of carry, and him and Pollard looked good on paper. But they were inept. And a lot of that had to do family with Dak. And he was uncomfortable. He was getting pressured by Shaq Barrett and White. And don't get me wrong, these Dallas Cowboys, Jacoby, as Dak Prescott injures his thumb and is going to be out probably eight weeks, do you realize they got like five more national TV games? Yep. Do you realize realize how their dysfunction is really about to play out so badly that it's going to cost Mike McCarthy his job. If you look at the landscape of the NFC, they ain't making the playoffs. Mm-mm. Like on paper, and we'll get to the Eagles beating my Lions, but people already had the Eagles winning this division. Without Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott at that cap number and the offensive line not being able to protect, this is going to get ugly in Dallas this season. It is going to get ugly in Dallas this season. Some tells me we'll discuss it a lot, but it's worth mentioning. Tom Brady stills Tom Brady. Like I, I, like, I don't know what I was thinking was going to happen. We talk about the line being depleted, and we talk about you know new weapons and him leaving training camp and coming back. Well, guess what? Tom Brady's still good at football. Still good at football. Absolutely. And Evans in particular, right? Because he knows that on paper, people probably trying to figure if he or Godwin the number one option when Godwin is healthy. You add Julio, big body, veteran, receiver, future Hall of Famer. But Evans was out there. You see that touchdown grab right there? That was nasty. And and Tom Brady, we're going to talk so much about his personal life because he gets followed by the media because he's the great Tom Brady, the football player, and the paparazzi because his wife, Giselle Bunchen is one of the most successful people in her industry. But now it's time to play football. And you know what he can do 
Not only can he pinpoint accurate throw that touchdown pass at mid 40s, he can now turn around and hand the ball off to Leonard Fournette 27 times. Fournette looked good. For all the talk about Fournette being out of shape this offseason, Fournette looked good. And that deep ball at the end of the game to Julio Jones was just right on point. It was it was a really impressive performance on both sides of the ball for the Bucs. And I don't know why, but sometimes you let the storylines get in your head during the offseason. Oh, why did he leave training camp? And, you know, they've got they've got injuries and brand new linemen in the interior. They're not going to be able to run the ball. They're not going to be able to protect Tom Brady. Then you watch the game and you're like, nope, none of that matters. He is still Tom Brady and he is still effective. And the Bucs are still going to be a force in the NFC a force in the NFC that I expect and I expect to happen later in the season are the Green Bay Packers. And um, Aaron Rodgers, we talked about him a lot this offseason. They did not look good. We talked about Deontay, you know, Devontae Adams leaving and Aaron Rodgers being able to make it work without him. It did not work without him. And look at this pass to Watson, who just drops it. That was symbolic in a lot of ways. When, when that becomes the headline, the storyline of how the receivers are going to fare with Aaron Rodgers, the reigning back-to-back MVP, and without Devontae Adams, who a lot of people consider the best receiver in the game. And that's how you start off dropping the deep ball. Not good for the young fella. Now, I want to make sure that we acknowledge the Packers have some issues on their offensive line. Lazard wasn't playing. You want to get the Vikings a lot of credit for getting after Aaron Rodgers and forcing a pick and all of that. Wingfield Jr. got a pick. But didn't Aaron Rodgers, what did he say, he got some ayahuasca treatment? It's called ayahuasca. It's going to make him a better teammate and a better lover. But they need better so, catchers. So, so now we're testing that. You know what I'm saying? Now we're going to test if he's going to be a better teammate because they ain't look good. And you know my hometown team is in that division. And he talked about owning the division this offseason, right? And Kirk Cousins was out there dropping it to Jefferson. And Jefferson looked good. I- I'm not saying he's Moss. I'm just saying that the last time I seen a player look that good in that uniform was Moss. Yes. You know what Jefferson, I mean? Jefferson had 184 yards, two touchdowns, so just 11 targets. Like, he was in the end zone gritty and it seems like half the game. <laughs> exactly. He a beast, man. And so, for the Packers, clearly this isn't time for panic, but it's definitely not the start that you want in particular. And also, let's not ignore their defense. You know, they got a couple of the best corners in the game, too. And Justin Jefferson was out there running wide open on a couple of those plays. Jalen, huge win for the Lions in week one. Huge win for the Lions in week one. Everyone has the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Everyone has the Eagles easily winning their division. The Lions only lost by three points and covered. Huge win for the Detroit Lions. Congratulations, Jalen, and congratulations to Detroit. Did you see how we started out, though? Did you see that run game? You see oh, Swift? Oh yeah, you with Jamal Williams? Williams scored the first drive. I yeah. really believed. I really believed on that first drive. I was like, Rawr! he's running up and down the field on them. Hawkinson caught a big first down on one of those early drives on third down. But then reality kicked in. Yeah. And Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts in particular, the ability to run the football. But let's acknowledge another offseason acquisition in A.J. Brown. Like, he looked great. I, I didn't realize that yesterday was his career high in yards. I did not realize that. And so this offseason, P. 
people wondered that Philly had all of the pieces in place. And shout out to Brandon Graham on Philly representing Adidas. That's family. People wonder if, if what will hold Philadelphia back would be Jalen Hurts. Mm -mm. And all I know is this. When they gave him a clean pocket, he delivered. And also, in the RPO, like this. He, he just undressed us. Every, you know what? I think people started to get a hip to bet Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown every week because he's going to score a touchdown <laughs> right. at least 12 weeks they in the year. They don't watch this paid show. Off. They clearly it paid don't off. watch this it show. paid off yesterday for both of us. Every week, Jalen and Jacoby told you, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, those are rushing TDs. You got to scoop them up. And here's the other thing I want to say about Philly. It didn't look good the way they let the Lions get back in the game late. And so me looking at it from a Lions perspective, I'm cheering for Jared Montana, happy to get back in the game and chart to catch, you know, a, a, a big time touchdown. But like, if you Philadelphia, you gotta be able to hold that lead. And yeah. so that's something that obviously they're gonna be talking about working on going forward with their coach, Nick Siriano. But again, like, it's great to see football back. It's great to see the silver and blue back. But I can't lie, now that we've been on hard knocks, we've become the lovable losers to the rest of the world, yep. and I don't like that. That always you happens. You see what I'm yeah. saying? You should just ignore it. The Lions are just ignored. Not, not because they're on hard knocks, people are talking Correct. about them. You know what and we, we should also, we should also uh, recognize the Eagles head coach is Sirianni, not Siriano, but that's basically the same Sirianni. thing. Sirianni. It's, it's, close, it's close, hey, it's close hey, enough. You know what? You, I can pronounce his name incorrectly. I got him on text. You know what I'm saying? There you it's go. all good. There you go. Staling, staying with the Eagles division, the NFC East, no one expected the Giants to beat the Titans on the road. New head coach Brian Dables, first game as a head coach of the Giants. It wasn't pretty. They basically lost the game because they, the, the Titans missed a kick they should have made at the end, but the Giants got the win. What do you think about Saquon? This game was about um, two things, two forces that I wanted to see that would never be on the field at the same time. Derrick Henry running and returning and Saquon Barkley also running and returning. And Saquon, when he first got picked by the Giants, all of the potential that he had in college and playing in the Big Ten and watching him up close, it was great to see him stem the tide over the last couple of years of people questioning if he was that guy. While the team was still struggling and they're still trying to figure out if Danny Dimes is their quarterback. And so a couple of plays were symbolic. In particular, the big time run up the sideline. Yep. Like, like that, that, that looked like the old Saquon when he first got into the league. And, and, and the cuts, the burst, the speed, the power. And also, Jacoby, the other thing, when they gave it to him on the, on, on the two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. It was when they gave it. When they gave it, was it to stopped. him on a two-point conversion. It was, he was stopped on that two-point conversion. He just bounced it outside. Like There was two defenders right in front of him blowing that play up, and he bounces outside and scores. You know, and, and, what and, would and, be and, the game-winning points? And they're treating him like a bell cow. And, and this is why I say a, a, a tale of two teams. What was the Titans doing on their final drive in particular? Do they know they got King Henry in the backfield? Did, did you see 
the two plays with Tannehill basically downing the ball yep. before they missed the field goal, all you got to do is give Derrick Henry the ball. That's five and he'll yards. Go, he'll go forward instead of Tannehill going backwards. He's not going to fumble. He's Derrick Henry. Just give him the ball. He'll, if he gets back to the line of scrimmage, you're in a better place than if Tannehill runs backwards for three yards and then takes a knee. It's, and, and, and here's the other thing. Like, when you're a new head coach like the Giants have, it's, it's great to see the players rally around you. You know, it's like being a teacher in a classroom. You don't want to teach at the young people. You want to be able to teach and be a part of their personality and make them feel involved. He was going to go for it anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know the camera's over there showing him that, what y'all think, what, you, what should we do? He, he, he's going for it anyway. You know what I'm saying? And so after you win the game, then you celebrate the way that they did. But you can't be happy right now if you're Derrick Henry in particular. No. If you're the Titans in particular. You turn around, you give Derrick Henry the ball twice, and then you kick the field goal and you win the game. That being said, should have made that field goal regardless, but I'm glad you was talking about sort of new head coaches and being part of the culture and establishing a new culture because Miami has Mike McDaniels, and he looks like he's establishing a new culture there. And wait till you hear what that man, Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, had to say about Mike McDaniel's fourth and seven play call. Can't wait to talk about that. Stay tuned. You're watching J&J. about the Heineken Riverdeck here in the Seaport in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, so much happened in week one. There is so much to discuss, but one of the more surprising results was just the way the Dolphins absolutely handled the Patriots. McDaniel's first game as head coach, he looked great calling the plays. Waddle, Tua, making the Patriots defense with the mastermind, Bill Belichick. Look a little unprepared for this one, Jalen. So, are we going to really talk about the great Miami play calling? And I agree with you. It was great to see Tua stay clean, Cheetah catch a few balls, namesake get in the end zone waddle. It was all beautiful to watch. And, and, and like Jalen Hurts in a lot of ways, people are trying to see if Tua is going to be that guy. But when you mention uh, calling plays, you ain't say who was calling plays for the Patriots. Because we don't know. Said, we don't really know. Patricia? Right. Is it Joe right. Judge? Is it Bill Belichick? So, is so, it Mac so, Jones? Now, all I know is a former um, Lions head coach, which he was. You know what I'm saying? I, this ain't good for Mac Jones. Mm -mm. I, I, don't, I don't think that they've continued to like build an infrastructure around a young QB and put him in position to be successful. And here's the first thing I'll ask. Any young quarterback that's ascending right now, I don't care if it's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, you can name them. They, or Joe Burrow, they got a star wide receiver. Mm. Like, like anybody that drafted in fantasy this year, no. Wide receiver position is extremely deep. And for them not to have one for their young quarterback, that's going to be an issue. For you not to know who's going to be calling the plays, that's an issue. And they had the nerve to go down to Miami a day early. Let me teach you guys something. Jeez. There are things to do in the day besides practice. So if you take us to Miami a day earlier, 
You know there's day parties and stuff to do in Miami, right? It don't, it don't matter what the curfew is. Like, I, like this is going to be a long season for the Patriots. It, it was is. one thing for Tom Brady to leave and win the Super Bowl the next year. But to watch Tom continue to play the way he's playing and to watch them struggle offensively the way they – they've been one of the worst offensive teams in the NFL since Tom Brady left. So, Jalen, the Dolphins have Tyreek Hill. That means he is not on the Chiefs. There's a lot of discussion of what will the Chiefs look like without Tyree Hill. Do you know what they look like? Patrick Mahomes with five touchdowns. Five <laughs> touchdowns, Jalen Rose. Five touchdowns against the Cardinals. You know, um, as we start naming great young quarterbacks and people, Patrick Holmes, like Dr. Dre, like forgot about Dre. Like, what, what, like seriously? Like, I, I'm, I'm the gold standard, and he's actually on my fantasy team. And let me tell you something, Jacoby. I ran into Juju Smith-Schuster recently, and I told him, you a sleepy pickup this offseason because mm -hmm. he's going to be getting a lot of opportunities to make plays because Patrick Mahomes is going to be spreading it around. Kelsey's still going to be the main guy, but Patrick Mahomes was dazzling yesterday. He was carving up the Absolutely Cardinals' well. defense. Jalen. On paper, the Steelers and the Bengals did not look like a competitive matchup. However, on the screen, this one was absolutely wild. There's a block extra point, and we go to overtime, and then McPherson, who's usually money, a little bit of a bad snap, and then we know what happens then. And then, Jalen, it all comes down to a field goal from the Steelers. And they so bounce it off the, off the upright. And then eventually the Steelers win in overtime. Joe Burrow did not look like Joe Burrow. Four interceptions and a fumble. What did you think about this sort of poor performance from this former Super Bowl runner-up? So the major thing that stands out to me, Jacoby, you know I love special teams. I love to see punt returns. I don't believe one happened yesterday. I love to see kick returns. I love that I don't think one happened yesterday. They did not. Because of the rules they just changed but I really love to see interceptions. See, a lot of times, a guy, when you start playing Pop Warner or you young playing football, go from playing wide receiver to D-back a lot of times just because they can't catch. And the joke is like they're playing with boxing gloves on. See, the, fist, the, the Steelers are physical, throwback, and, and playing to their identity, but they D-backs take the ball away. I love that. and. Just to watch Mike Tomlin lead that team and get a physical win the way they did against a team that fared so well last year in the Bengals was extremely impressive. Very impressive. We need an hour-long show. There's so much to get to. We have more for you right after this very short break. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, doesn't matter what's happening or how much we have to discuss from NFL Week 1. Every day on the program, we do what? Acknowledge that Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained in Russia now 207 days. We here at Jalen and Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. It's so good to have football back, but guess what? Week 1 is not over tonight. It is Russell Wilson in a Broncos uniform. Taking on the Seahawks. Jalen, what do you expect to see tonight at 8.15 on ESPN? Can, can I just be real? Like, of course, the nostalgia of 
him playing against his former team that he won the Super Bowl with. What's gonna happen when he runs into Pete Carroll? Is he gonna be able to reinvent himself in Denver? But what I'm really looking forward to, Jacoby, is Tyler Lockett on my fantasy team. I'm about my money, like everybody else. <laughs> y'all just care about y'all money. We just betting on this stuff. Fantasy is betting. Tyler Lockett, I need 14 points in the big Ooh. league. Well, I remember a couple of flashes of brilliance from Geno Smith last year in that Seahawks uniform. I remember a couple of nice throws. He almost had a comeback. I love Geno Smith. I'm rooting for Geno Smith. And I just can't wait to hear the music before Monday Night Football. It has been so long. And we didn't get to every game. That's why you have to subscribe and download the podcast. Because every week we'll break down every game on the podcast. Thank you so much for checking in on J&J. Freddie Gibbs is on the show tomorrow or Wednesday. We always say we can do people what they want. That's why we always do podcast exclusive content for you. We're not just going to use our TV audio because we want to talk about every single game that was on the field yesterday. We're going to get into the Ravens and Lamar in detail in tomorrow's program. But some tells me, Mr. Rose, as the season goes on, they're going to regret not getting a deal done. Correct. And here's the one thing about Lamar I think people underestimate. He's already shown that he can be dominant in the league. Mm Mm-hmm. MVP. And so... We marvel at his wheels because we haven't seen anything like it since Michael Vick and Kyler Murray are the other ones that come to mind. But you get Lamar some weapons, he stands in the pocket, and there's statistics that show he's as accurate as anybody with the best of them. Well, also, he didn't have to run yesterday. He's like, this is the Jets. I don't have to run. I'm not risking injury. I'm not going out there and trying to juke people and run for 40 yards. It's like, I'll just pick them apart, get my blowout victory, and go home. Deep ball. Beautiful. Love the moon balls. Uh. And the thing about uh, Lamar Jackson is you can't take $100 million less guaranteed than Deshaun Watson and have to play against him in your own division and see him twice a year. Just not gonna be able to do it. Yeah. You know, I've represented everything that you want from a franchise quarterback. Oh, so who who was the who caught the deep ball to uh from uh Lamar? Oh, that's right, Duvernay. Duvernay had oh, baby, two touchdowns. That was our guy. That was our guy. He been on the shelf. Yep. But the 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 thing about Michael, I mean the thing the thing about Lamar Jackson is it's one thing if they were like in different conferences, different divisions, and Deshaun got drafted by the Browns and got in some issues. But all three of those hurdles, it's like dog, y'all can't give him a hundred million more than me. That that's just the bottom line. So every week. Cha-ching for Lamar Jackson. Yep, I love that. And again, the Jets just look terrible. When it was Joe Flacco, I was like, oh, that's right. Joe Flacco started quarterback for them.
<laughs> I couldn't you know, even deal with it. You know, so, you know one thing, fam. I will say, the if you really watch football closely, when people say quarterback is the most important position in sports, that's accurate. Oh yeah. Because team you sports. can look directly at that spot and really do a trajectory of your team. You literally can do that. Because, like, if, if I'm a Jets fan and they trot out Joe Flacco for any reason, I'm not excited about my team. No. And I'll, I'll say this about football is to the position, the team sport position that influence winning or losing more than any other position in team sports is the quarterback, right? You can't say pitcher to me because they only pitch every fourth game, right? And I'll also say this. I think the head coach's influence over wins and losses is strongest in any team sport in football than it is in other sports as well. Because, sure, managers in baseball make important decisions about pitchers and hitters and this and that, and NBA coaches create cultures and offenses and systems. But in the NFL, the head coaching position makes such a big difference. And that's why I love what I saw from Mike McDaniel yesterday. Because this was a big, this is a big. Oh, can can Tua do it? Can Tua do it? Is this going to be the year for Tua? Is Tua starting quarterback in the league? And Mike McDaniel, what he's done at all the places that he's been is get the best out of his quarterback play, and he did it yesterday. And I was just really impressed with what he did. But we have to discuss a couple other games, okay? Because we're going to watch Russell Wilson tonight, and we saw what Patrick Mahomes did. That division, is that division is stacked. That division is stacked. Where my homie? The Chargers and the Raiders game yesterday. I tried to do the thing where you bet the underdog and root for the Raiders, but the Chargers look pretty good, Jalen. Chargers look pretty good. They look pretty good to me yesterday. And Justin Herbert is that dude. You know who's that dude? Say it. And this was the I could, I didn't get a chance to say it on the show because we're we're trying to cover six or seven games for you in 21 minutes versus just talking about the Cowboys and Dak injury and how they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Khalil Mack. Yes, thank you, thank you. Because Khalil Mack kind of like we talked about him so much when he was with the Raiders when he first got to Chicago, and then Chicago wasn't good. They weren't in the national conversation, so people just kind of don't talk about Khalil Mack. And now that Khalil Mack is on the Chargers, we're going to talk about Khalil Mack again. <laughs> Three sacks yesterday. Correct. Huge plays. Correct. He was a problem out there, looking like looking like a menace. And so that pickup in that division, in that conference, versus those opposing QBs that they're going to need to go against, he's going to be a factor. Absolutely. And Devontae Adams, while in a loss. He balled. He looked great. You know, yeah, there's that one play where he just runs an impossible route to cover and then jukes two defenders, just gains like 24 yards. It was it was really, really impressive. Really, really yeah, impressive. I cannot wait to see. I needed more what from Josh Jacobs yesterday. You let me down, Josh Jacobs. Well, I don't know how long Josh Jacobs is going to be the guy for the Raiders at that point. Clearly. Position. There were some indications early in the preseason where they were playing him. Like, he wasn't the number one running back, like, in the first preseason game. And I was watching the game, and the announcers were like, this isn't traditional. Like, this this is an indication of how they feel about him, that he's sort of proving himself at, at this point in the preseason when all the other starters are not in the field. And, well, and also, they got down to the goal line. He got to stick his foot in the ground, make a cut, and possibly score. He slipped. Mm. 
You know, the, 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 the crazy thing about all of these games is that you and I in particular have been watching, like Sunday football in particular in the United States is like a weekly holiday. Yeah. If you really think about the celebration that comes with the day, you're thinking about the food, you're grilling, you're tailgating, you're having beverages, you're with friends and family, you're celebrating, you're cheering, you're booing, you're getting dressed up for your team, you're doing it with the kids sometimes, you're doing it with your mates sometimes, you're doing it by yourself sometimes, but you're still consuming the game. And it's crazy the recall that we have of watching all of these games and being able to like remember all of it like that that's crazy that it's like hard that, that. i watch so much red zone i watch so much red zone sometimes it's something you ever like read a book and you realize that you weren't reading your eyes were just following the words you got to go back mm -hmm. two pages sometimes red zone gets that way with me i'm like wait, what just happened i'm like wait who are the steelers playing like oh, oh. yeah this play, they're playing the Bengals. hey you know, man it, it gets all mixed into one I'm glad. Another thing we couldn't talk about on the show, you brought up the Steelers. TJ, what was that? Deontay Johnson, that one hand catch with the left? Oh, that was crazy. That was absolutely crazy. That, it looked fake. It looked fake. It looked like a video game. But another thing about the T.J. TJ Watt, probably the best, I don't know, we, we can argue top five best defensive player, could be out for the entire season. Now, I don't think the Steelers were going to make a, a Super Bowl run or even a playoff run with the quarterback situation that they have. But. It's just so sad to see. It seems like the Watt brothers are just cursed with this stuff, man. Yep. Tora Peck. Uh, uh, Najee Harris got hurt, too. Najee yeah. Harris got, got injured, too. Yeah, it's uh, a tough one. You, you know, you know what will be a – well, this likely won't happen. But if I could choose Lamar Jackson's destination, leaving Baltimore, I decided he has to be a stealer. Has to be a stealer. He has to be. They they they've had an identity for 60 years of loyalty, commitment to their coaches, um, the Rooney Rule, trying to create diversity. Um, Mike Tomlin has been a, a, a superstar head coach for them forever. But let's talk about what they want to do while they're between the lines. They want to physically play defense. Larry Foote is my brother. Lamar Woodley is my brother. Jerome Bettis is my brother. Like, I've literally watched so many people from Detroit, from Michigan, go there, and I watched them intimately. From, even when I was little, they had Mean Joe Green, Jack Hammond, Lambert. I'm telling you, they're going to play physical defense. They're going to. And they're going to have people on the defensive side, D-backs that are game changers. I remember when they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, people was like, what they doing? They should be taking. Why are they giving up yep. a first-round pick and for him right now? they gave up a lot for Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick won them the game yesterday. Correct. Won them the game. But think about the history now. They have the Rod Woodsons, right? Pull him around. Right? Palomalo, guys, you move me diving over the line of scrimmage. And so block, I'm not surprised when I see a Steelers D-back like Minka block a kick to help. He made them win a lot the game. of plays. He made a lot of plays in that game. He made yeah, a lot about, of plays in that game. What about in the end zone late? Um, in the back of the end zone, one of the Cincinnati Bengals actually 
um, hand, got handcuffed by a touchdown pass. He, he looked like he was going to miss it anyway, but then he, he put that hat on that ball to make sure he was going to drop it. And so imagine if they, if I was, a, I, I swear, if I, if I had anything to do with the Steelers' ownership, I would be in the office saying, I'll give Lamar 250 guaranteed to come play here. And he deserves it. Uh, let's talk about your division a little bit. The Packers look it. bad. The Vikings look good. The Bears got a win. Now, did the Bears beat the 49ers? Yes. But it felt like the Bears and the Rain beat the 49ers more than anything. Yeah. Well, elements are a part of playing in the Midwest or the East Coast yep. or Miami yep. with the Heat or whatever and not having a dome. And... To, to see the childlike enthusiasm of Justin Fields and them sliding on the water, that reminded me when I was young and we used to play. It's fun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun when you wing. Now, that, that was fun. I'm not going awesome. to put much into this Trey Lance performance. It was his first game starting for the team, and the, the elements were what they were. But it does feel like they're not a developing team like – the Patriots or the Jets or the Jaguars, where you say, we're going to invest in this guy. It's going to take some losses and some bumps in the road. So we're, maybe we'll take the lumps along with our young quarterback. Because they got Jimmy G right there. If this keeps going the way it's going, you know which way it could go. What? How much pressure is there on Lance to sort of prove it? He's inexperienced. 13 of 28, Jalen. That's not a great completion percentage. And, and I ain't going to lie. I've seen the best of Justin Fields. Like, y'all thought y'all saw the best of Justin Fields yesterday? Let me tell you something. I'm a Michigan Wolverine, and he went to Ohio State. And it seemed like he threw that, that season when he threw 50 touchdowns, it seemed like he threw them all against us. Mm -hmm. like, like, what I saw yesterday – is an experienced second-year quarterback versus an inexperienced one. And he looked – he, he and, and, and you're right, the elements did pay, play a factor. But at the same time, the, the reason why you want the young fella to watch before he plays is so that when you get him out there, he's ready. Yeah. Debo fumbled also, I believe, early in the game. But uh, I feel like Trey Lance will be okay. You don't bench him. But you know what my real takeaway from the week is for a great team? Let me tell you my number one takeaway from this week. Ooh, ooh, I'll think of mine while you're going. Okay. The Rams should have got Jimmy G because you know. Matthew Stafford – Looked a little shaky out there when he wasn't throwing it to Cooper Cup. Well, there I'm gonna was just a, put that. I'm gonna, well, first I'm of all, he, he basically only he only threw it to Cooper Cup, and there was a news story yesterday that the Rams were lurking as a team to acquire Jimmy G. Now, what does that tell me? That tells me that what did Matt Stafford do this offseason? Oh, he had surgery. surgery, surgery, and he's got a quote unquote baseball injury in his throwing arm. And we kept hearing time and time again, don't worry, it's not a big deal, minor surgery, no big deal, he's in camp, he looks good, he's in camp, he looks good. If all that's true, why are you lurking to try to get Jimmy G then? If all that's true, why are you trying to get Jimmy G then? 
That's all I have to say about that. We have to cover quickly. The Browns can run the ball. Chubb and Hunt can run the ball. Hunt, they just run the, my fantasy just, team is just a fantasy. Appreciate you, Kareem Hunt. He got in the end zone. But Come on, Baker. You only have 46 Baker, yards. I got but they Anderson, can run the ball. too. I had Anderson on the bench. I can't lie. And there's a reason we haven't talked about the Colts and the Texans tying because they tied. And they were, <laughs> those teams look particularly good. Right. And finally, we have to briefly mention that the Commanders beat the Jaguars. I'm still waiting. For, I'm, st- I'm still waiting for Trevor Lawrence to look like Trevor Lawrence. We blamed all last year on Urban Meyer. I'm watching the game. He's got ATM wide open in the wide open naked in the end zone on the first drive of the game. Overthrows him by five yards. Well, I sneakily draft James Robinson, and I didn't know he, how healthy he was going to be week one, but he'll be starting as a flex from now on. That'll be great. Well, shout out to the Commanders getting the win with Carson Wentz as the signal caller. Who's going to join us either Tuesday or Wednesday? Freddie Gibbs is joining Jalen and Jacoby, representing G.I. Gary, Indiana, Gangster Gibbs. And we know he has bars. And we got a bunch of guests this week and next week. So excited for y'all to listen to them. Thank you so much for listening to Jalen and Jacoby. Week one, almost in the books. We'll be back tomorrow to break down the Monday night game and everything else in sports. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.